Welcome to the Insights on Internships from Professor Jones podcast, or IOI for short. If you're a student studying hospitality and tourism management, and you have an internship or work experience requirement, this podcast is for you. That also includes those of you in event management, or MICE emphasis as it's called in certain parts of the world. It's my objective to pass along the knowledge I've gained in nearly 50 years in the hospitality field. As an industry professional, I hired and managed interns. As a faculty member, I supervised students in their internships and oversaw internship courses. As an academic administrator, I developed curriculum that incorporated internships and work experience. So I've experienced every aspect of the process. Each episode will typically be less than 15 minutes long. The topics will cover the entire range from determining the type of internship you want, through the actual internship experience, and finally the reflection afterwards on what you've learned and how to connect it to your future career ambitions. The topic of this IOI episode is people relevance. So let's start with the agenda. We'll talk about the people relevance impact, uh, what to observe during your internship, uh, the need for a change of perspective, internship observations of people in the company, looking at the customer experience, the employer role or empowerment, role of personality types, and then observing good leadership. So let's talk about the people relevance impact. Uh, People and particularly employee relevance has been heightened in the pandemic. Uh, In fact, it's potentially one of the root causes to why we're having challenges with the labor, including recruiting new staff and management, in my opinion. You know, we're a people business. You know, the definition of service can be simplified to a customer plus a service employee equals service quality. Your role as an intern related to the customer's employees is to observe them, get to know them, talk to them. And I mean both customers and employees. So what do you observe? Well, look at the uh, systems and the processes related to people. How management manages those systems is also critical. So what happens when it doesn't go right? Either the customer or the employee doesn't live up to expectations. We talk about recovery systems that I'll mention a little later as well. Some quite well formalized with companies like Ritz-Carlton are quite well known for putting something in place that actually tells you a step-by-step process. Is that there in the company that you're working for? It doesn't have to be, but there's usually some kind of a system, whether it's formalized or informal. Now, I think we need to change perspective here in many cases in how we look at things in order to get to the people relevance issues. It was recently characterized that we've moved to a human-to-human type relationship. In an article in MNC Asia by Kim Benjamin, talk about the concepts of B2B or B2C no longer being the key. It's now H2H, human-to-human. Cause us to realize that there's still a human element, even in a digital world today. So a key learning concept here 
is to be aware that both the customer and the employee need to be considered in every action and decision. In the delivery of service, one principle in service management is that of something called inseparability. Inseparability means that the service can't be delivered unless there's two people interacting with each other. So let's talk about internship observations related to the people in the company. So you keep the focus on the people, but you also need to think about the organization level, the company level. What's the motto, the mission statement, if you will? Do they have awards and recognition for various levels of service delivery? Again, we talk about the services, systems, and processes. I I reiterate that many times because that's a, a critical issue. Your observations are perhaps asking these questions. How well does management live up to the company principles? Do the employees feel the awards and recognition are effective in influencing their behavior? Are the systems in place meeting the expectations of both the customer and the employee? Let's look at the customer experience first. The customer's judgment of the overall excellence of the service provided in relationship to the quality that was expected is their perception of the service. So again, we ask questions like, how does the company deal with customer reviews? That's a great place to look for how people are reacting. So you look at your trip advisors and your Yelp. And how do they deal with those? You know, what's the process to deal with those complaints and customer issues? Is there that service recovery system that says when something like this happens, that's what we do? For example, do we respond to all TripAdvisor posts? When you look at the employee role, I think one of the key issues here is empowerment. There's a need to be empowered. Cannot be afraid to fail. So is the company you're working for, the organization you're working for, giving you, the future managers, a chance to fail? I mean, the reality is that recovery happens if something doesn't go the way it's supposed to, and you can't be afraid to let someone who's got different ideas try it. So does it exist in practice? Are you given the ability to make those decisions? So what do you want to observe here? Well, decision-making at the lowest levels. Does it exist? Is authority about making those service decisions in place that you have the ability to make it and make it stick? Are there opportunities where replacing standard procedures are able to be done if the circumstances warrant it? And are we eliminating, or they eliminating, multiple levels of approval in the problem-solving issues? Can you make the decision, or do you have to say, I need to talk to my supervisor about that, or I need to talk to my manager about that? Now I'm going to throw in one other side aspect here with regards to personality types. Extrovert versus introvert, for example. You know, does it relate to success? Does it relate to this people-to-people kind of relationship? Well, I think we need to get past the idea that you have to be one or the other to succeed in any particular role. You know, the approach to the job or the internship should be that you're playing a role, just like if you were in a play. And whether you're an extrovert or introvert, 
makes little difference to the process. It's just how you perform that. Some might call it acting as if. So key is your people skills. In other words, respecting other people and their opinions and how they do things and so on and showing that. Now, part of what you need to be doing here is not just what you do on the job, but looking at leadership because that's where your objective is. That's where you're trying to go. So what does it take to be a good leader? You need to observe what good leaders do or, in some cases, don't do. How would you do it just the opposite? You have to identify actions that the ideal leader exemplifies. What are the people, skill, behaviors, and actions you see that those you most admire doing? And then how can you emulate those characteristics and make them your own? One of the service quality management gurus is Leonard Berry, and he wrote a book called On Great Service, and he talks about four factors that are the qualities of service leaders, and I, I believe these are um, excellent depictions of, of what a service leader is. So first one is they have to have a service vision. Words and behavior here. Not just words, but they have to actually show they do it. You know, we talk about the fact that there might be some that are visionaries and some are idealists. You know, a visionary sees a potential way to do something into the future, doing it differently perhaps in the process, and they know how to get there. An idealist might have some great ideas of what to do, but, you know, they're not really sure how to implement them in the process of things, and that can be a sticky point. I add a third category here that I've had the opportunity to work for a couple of times called a delusionary. Now, a delusionary is someone who says, this is where we need to go, and it is completely and totally unrealistic that that could even be achieved in the process and then expects everyone to be able to achieve that in some fashion or another. That's one you want to steer clear of, in my opinion. The second factor is belief in others, a capacity of others to achieve. You know, acting as a coach, I think it's imperative that managers look at you, the intern in particular, as someone who has the ability and the desire to move to the next level. And they give you that ability to achieve that and help you along that way. You know, I always thought a mark of a good manager is how many people who worked for them got promoted to other positions beyond that, even leaving necessarily the company or the, the, the particular uh, business that, that, that they're in. The third one is love of the business. And you have to be able to pass it on to others. You have to have the enthusiasm. You have to have the passion to be able to show that love of the business. And, and I've been fortunate to work with some people at very high levels who certainly have that. Uh, in my career, I had the opportunity to have interactions with Bill Marriott, for example, and he certainly has that of the business. And also in my days with Shangri-La, with the patriarch of the family, Robert Kwok, again, love of the business. And then the fourth one is integrity. Being able to do the right thing, encourage the right thing, no matter what the cost in the process, and making sure that your employees feel that along the way. So in summary, we need to be more aware of people on both sides of the service equation, which remember is the customer plus the in-service employee equals the service quality. J.W. Marriott Sr., Bill's dad, 
who founded the company, is often quoted as saying, if you treat the employee right, they will treat the customer right. I think that speaks volumes. It's all about empathy for your fellow humans. Thanks for listening to this episode of my IOI podcast. If you heard something you liked, please share it with your fellow classmates. I'd also encourage you to forward it on to your faculty internship supervisor. Hey, you could even include your supervisor at your place of work. Enjoy your internship learning experience.